With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are, with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Elbow grease and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. LED headlights, spoilers, whatever you need. eBay Motors has it at affordable prices. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride every time. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Point four million students in America. Public schools employ 3.1 million full-time teachers. 6.5% of the students drop out, but 68.4% go to college. $70 billion is federally being spent on public schools in 2015. $11,600 per student is how much we spend a year. There are more jails and prisons in the U.S. than colleges and universities. We spend $31,286 per inmate on a national average. In New York State, we spend $60,000 per inmate. In New York City, we spend $167,731 on each inmate. In 2012, we spent $850,000 to $1.4 million a year on each active soldier in Afghanistan. Are we spending our money right? Public schools are important. Are we putting America's future in our best interests? We're going to break that down right now and talk about some fun experiences that me and Marie Cecile Anderson from the Reformed Whores had while we were in public school. And then we're going to talk to a teacher, Miss Julia Johns, and talk about the time that she had when she was teaching in school. She has since retired from the profession. Stay tuned to the brighter side. Love you so much. All right, everyone. How you doing? Thank you for coming and joining us on The Brighter Side. You clicked listen, and now we're talking. Here comes the juice. You love it so much. And you know where I learned to talk like this? Public school. That's right. I went to public school from sixth grade all the way to finish some community college. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> And I believe that public schools taught me all kinds of shit that I needed to know and uh, kept me going well. And I I believe in, uh, because I know when I went to Catholic school, 
it taught me nothing. And uh, so uh, we're we're being joined today uh, for our first segment by the wonderful Marie Cecile Anderson. How are you doing? Hi, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming. Glad we can talk about free education together. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. And uh, as always, Miss Mary Kelly, how you doing? I am great. How are you? I'm rocking and rolling, mm-hmm. slipping and slapping. <laughs> you know, ditto. <laughs> slipping and slapping. <laughs> oh man! So I went to public school. I remember uh, for starting off with me, I uh, I went to Catholic school all the way from pre-K to sixth grade. And it was a nightmare for me. Mm. I was put into slow classes just because I was huge. Oh. And, and then so, Did and you have to wear a uniform? I had they to couldn't wear, get you in a uniform? I had to wear, had to wear a uniform. They stapled two back to yeah. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they put them in the slow class. Well, I was buying the high school kids uniforms. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, no. You were so mad. I, one thing I hated, they were like, you got to wear a belt. I didn't like wearing belts, you know? Mm-hmm. So I tri- I cut all the belt loops off of all my belts. Oh, thing is they got. Yeah, you try to get all of that Larson into a belt, I'll fucking show you a thing or two. Oh my God, Slipping and sliding out of those belts. Absolutely, wow. yeah. Then pants, everything. You know, and I remember. Uh, I remember. I I hated Catholic school. I the nuns hated me. We did not get along. Sister Dolores hit me for dropping my pencil box. Sister Kathleen gave me detentions for. Talking in the bathroom and yawning. Oh, uh, for yawning. For Come I here, got man. detention for yawning. You know, it was it was an insane. We had the the leader of the school, the principal, Sister Ellen Murphy, had a big squeaky foot. She oh. had one normal foot and then another one that like just like poured over her shoe and it was squeaked whenever she walked and she was mean. Oh, yeah, and then, uh, well, if you have a squeaky foot, you're gonna be mean. Yeah, it's and a hard, you can't be a nice squeaky. Foot. It's a hard life. Mm-hmm. And they're old <laughs> Irish, old Irish came over on a boat. Ah. Nuns, hardcore. <laughs> Hated it. They like they made me take all the slow classes, so I just slept through them because I didn't have to learn because I already knew everything from what I was taught as a child by my mother. Right. And so eventually, <laughs> sixth grade comes around, and my mom wants me going to Catholic school because she loves God, and I don't want to go anymore because I don't think he's real. <laughs> and <laughs> and so I remember I gave my mother an ultimatum. Uh, I said, I tell you, if you don't take me out of school this year, I'm going to fail on purpose. I'm going to get straight Fs because I don't want to be there, and I'm going to take all the wrong, I'm going to choose the wrong answers on all the tests. (laughs) She's like, no, no. And she couldn't have used flabbergasted by that. You know, like, what do you you even say? Oh, my God. In eighth grade, I actually gave my mom an ultimatum, and I said, Mom, if you don't let me go to private school, because I hated my school so much, Mm -hmm. I was like, if you don't let me go to private school, I'm going to do all the drugs. <laughs> <laughs> she was like, okay, do all the drugs. So you wanted to go to, so you wanted to, go to private school. In eighth grade, there was you a You doing all the drugs is still yeah. cheaper than private school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, true. No, so, in eighth grade, I learned about, I mean, it was like I was in this like pretty rough school, mm-hmm. and I really hated it. Every morning. And this is in Nashville. Mm-hmm, yeah. In Nashville. And so it was in my junior high. They split, I don't know if they did this with y'all schools but like in our public schools it was like k through fourth and then you went to middle school fifth through sixth oh no. and then you went to another school seventh and eighth and then you went to high school no no, no. we did k through six no k through five and then six seven and eight mm-hmm. and then high school ah uh, yeah not 
how they did it in old Mary, Tennessee. Mary, was that the same for you? <laughs> yeah, You're from yeah. Florida, officially, right? Yeah. South yes, Florida. South Florida. That's right. Where in yeah. South Florida? Uh, Osprey, Florida. It's uh, south of Tampa. Oh, okay. Yeah. Western. That's on the Gulf. Gulf. Yeah. The Gulf. The Gulf. Yeah, yeah, my family's on the Atlantic. Shark Cub. <laughs> Yeah, lots of sharks. <laughs> That's what they call the golf. Uh, it's my shark tub. Oh, God. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, and I, I same thing happened to me because you're uh, they needed to segregate our schools at mm-hmm. some point. And I don't know if that happened to you, Mary. You went to a, a charter school, like a magnet school, right? Yeah, I went to a magnet school. school oh, you got I, in. I, I didn't get in. <laughs> I went to Catholic school until fourth grade. And then um, they took me out of Catholic school to put me in a school where you had to take, like, it was like, they gave all the kids tests mm-hmm. in uh, during the school. And if you passed it, you got put in this smart, nerdy kids school. Oh, oh so it was like, just like a smart kids school, not like a theater school. No, no, no. It, it was um, if you passed a certain level on like a IQ and aptitude test. Aptitude? Uh, aptitude. <laughs> <laughs> And um, what's great about that is that it has benefited my life in absolutely no way. <laughs> wow. My my headphones clicked in and out. Did Me that too, happen yeah. to you? Yeah. Wow, that's wild. Oh, they're going crazy now. They are going crazy. That's, oh. what, that's what happened to me. Oh, um, fair enough. Um, but, you know, what's great about that is it's really healthy in a smallish Florida community is to separate all the nerds and send them to the school so kids know to <laughs> ostracize you Target. right off the bat. Oh, I mean, you know, it's also probably good for the nerds to get separated that's true you from know. the general population <laughs> i was one of the few kids that I, I i rolled with everybody you know i yeah. had, i had buddies that were the the nerds and i had like the gangster kids i had everyone in my pocket yeah. you know because i could get everyone drugs <laughs> i should have met you in eighth grade the problem uh, was is i was like i would do all the drugs but i didn't know how to get any drugs yeah i didn't start point. doing it i was straight edge until halfway through sophomore year Oh yeah. Yeah. Once I realized when I was gonna, into... when I stopped, when I was like, when I realized, you know what? Fuck football. I'm gonna start doing theater. Pot came with it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, church camp for me. Church camp. Yeah. I, first time I ever smoked weed, I was at church camp. That's amazing. Yeah. But I remember when they had to segregate our schools, and so for my, I grew up in Boca Raton, Florida, which is like one of the richest fucking places in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they had to bus in black kids from the next neighborhood, and it's been and uh, Latino kids as well, but like a lot of from Del Rey, and it mm-hmm. was you know when it first started, it was pretty intense, you know, because they didn't want to be there, right. and like we didn't really know any better. I mean, we're kids, you know, so we don't we didn't really want them there until like you know. Our football team was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all of a sudden the sports got real good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't understand what was happening um, when I went to, to junior high because mm-hmm. I was being then bussed into a whole different area of town that I had actually never been to so in they Nashville. Took, they put you and sent you to the stick. Yeah, I was the one to save. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was the diversity. Yeah. That's interesting. Um, That's more interesting yeah. than what happened with me. Yeah. I obviously like at the time you don't understand what they're doing, but mm-hmm. now that we're older I understand that it really does help the community be, build like when people it's like when certain people um it sounds like so racist to be like, well, you know, in this part of town Free space. like yeah. Oh, God. Where am I going? I'm going to get a hate mail. Because um, I don't know how to say this properly. But I mean, you say it like how you tra- say it, and then we'll dissect it. How well, about that? Yeah. Uh, f- you know, per- certain parts of um, schools have been 
left behind. Like yes. there's, there's absolutely the yeah. Bronx is fucking left behind. The Bronx yeah. is left. You know, behind. Brownsville, Brooklyn yes. is way left behind. Exactly. It's because first of all, I mean, we don't there's even no money. There's also. no money, and plus, good teachers. Right. They don't want to go. They there. don't want to go there. Right. And then if you're a really good teacher, then you'll get paid extra money to go to a private school. Right. And so it's a it's a vicious cycle to keep these to keep these people the poorer people. It's not even right. like a race thing. Right. It's no, a class it's just thing. A class thing. You know, exactly. so to keep the poorer people down rather than rather than you know, they'll take a couple, they'll pick like three of them and give them scholarships and then put their face everywhere. Right. You know, right. but the rest of them are fucking left behind to work at McDonald's for the rest of their life. Exactly. The whole education system is fucked. It's up. rigged. Yeah, it's, it's totally easily rigged. rigged. But I do actually believe in this kind of zoning type thing. Like, let's bring everybody together. If you mix because everyone, it, you're gonna have to put money into every school. Right. Because it's it's we need these teachers that want to be there to educate everyone, yeah. and it's just not fair to allow this the people in the sticks to just get dumber, and then the people in like the part the the cities to get smarter. I, I kind of look at teachers like cops, you know. I mean, <laughs> it's like who the fuck wants that job that pays nothing that you're it's dangerous, right? You know, right. And you got to deal with yeah, you got to deal with kids who are way too strong and stupid, like a six-foot, 16-year-old that'll just punch you for no reason. <laughs> you know, like, this is shit that happens, yeah. you know? Yeah. It's like, so it's it's hard to, like, get a teacher in there for $30,000. Or, God forbid, you wanted to teach uh, wrestling or something. A buddy right. of mine was a wrestling coach at a high school. He said he only made, like, 2000 extra dollars a year. Right. And oh, so yeah. And so it's just like, where's the, you know, and you're putting in 40 more hours a week. What's the, you know, you can only want to help kids so much. Right. Before it becomes a burden on mm-hmm. you. And now he has a child of his own, so he can't really help out with that. And right. so now he's just a teacher, and the wrestling team sucks. You know? <laughs> and so it's 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 a weird thing. I mean, obviously, teachers need to be taken care of mm-hmm. better. But going back to our core is public schools and what, like, makes them so great is you have to interact with these people. Because in, in, uh, with people of a lower class or mm-hmm. people from a different... Uh, you know, their parents make a shit ton of less money than your parents make. It really helped me personally for and prepared me for when I turned poor. <laughs> <laughs> like two years yeah, later. I, like, I, it was, so it was it was it was it really kind of helped me because I had to hang. I hung out with these guys because right. I was down with everybody. I was played football. And then when I didn't play football, I, I still hung out with everybody. And I was popular. I was in student council. Yeah, and I was so, vice president. Were you? Yeah, I was Mr. Olympic Heights. Oh, yeah, not Mr. Special Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's fine. I, I understand. Mr. Olympic Heights. That yeah, sounds so. I exciting. led all the pep rallies and all oh, that of shit. You did. And fucking the fun lunches. And oh my! I had God. this great fun lunch. Right, I made a bunch of because I, I, I was went completely unmonitored and I was allowed to like conduct my make my own games and play my own music and shit. So it was great. So I just like rent this giant stereo system and I blast sit in the middle of the courtyard during fun lunch oh, man. and play all kinds of crazy 311 and sublime <laughs> and shit and then i make people like i remember one year i took kids from each class and i made them funnel two liters of sprite what <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh my god we would have been best friends yeah and i gave like oh. i gave the winner like two tickets to the football game on saturday <laughs> they, at school they funneled two sprites and then went, went yeah. on their merry way yeah. jeez god i remember so the biggest like um story in all of high school was when 
I'll have to make up her name. Mil- Million Manderson. Million <laughs> Manderson. Yeah, she came to so school. Jillian we- Anderson. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> awesome, Marie. Great. Uh, <laughs> I get in trouble for using real people's names. I did a one podcast, and like the guy hunted me down. He was like, "Why would you say you my name?" You know what you do? You like, find two people that you don't like and always say their names. Uh, I got one buddy who I love with all of my heart, but every story is a Frank Valensky story. Go ahead. Uh, Okay. <laughs> well, so this girl, these gr- this group of girls that I was really good friends with, they showed up to a pep rally our junior year, shit-faced. So, oh, yeah. mind you, the pep rally started at 7 a.m. So these girls... <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> these girls met at the Waffle House uh, in the parking lot and started drinking like Boone's Farm at 5 a.m. Oh, man. And Takes then, me back. Like her brother drove them to school, and so they were just all... Shit faced, wasted, and this didn't really happen in our high school often. Yeah, ever really? people showing up drunk. Yeah, did all, I was also I like, like kind of just a. I feel like there was always like one to five kids that showed up drunk or high to class. Really, I mean, yeah. high, I guess, but I, yeah. I don't think I knew. We had this thing. We, me and my buddy Frank Valinsky, it was actually him. <laughs> uh, we started called uh, Fun Fridays. I remember I wrecked. My, oh. I wrecked my car. And so he had to start picking me up for school. And so we started this thing called Fun Fridays, where every Friday we'd skip first period and just get stoned <laughs> off our ass. And there was this really cool little parking lot behind the tennis courts by my house. Uh-huh. And the, so we could see my parents like drive by on their way to work. So whenever we would see them drive by, we would just Come double back. back to my house, oh. get fucking stoned every Friday, Fun Friday. And then we started inviting people, and it became like this big party every Friday. <laughs> 50 kids were there by the end. It started, started, coming, it started getting huge. Oh, and then, yeah, then, then we were like, alright, so now we're going to have a wacky Wednesday. You know? Like, <laughs> uh, take your top off Tuesday. <laughs> there were tubular Tuesdays, oh, oh, Marvelous tubular. Mondays, and Thunderous Thursdays. Wow. And Sleepy Saturdays. Oh my god. <laughs> That's just where Eddie sleeps That's- all day. <laughs> That's just Eddie's party. <laughs> oh, did you go to class? <laughs> Not really. I didn't go to much class, I will say, but I was very involved in the school. Right. I was right. in fucking. And the teachers loved you. I was, I'm sure. All the teachers loved me. I was the principal fucking. I, he passed me and like it was like very Zach Morris it was very like Ed's not gonna pass home Mac we gotta get him out of here you this know, explains like, so much about you as does. an adult it's unreal yeah, yeah, really I would like show up to school with no shoes on but like I was yes oh my god I just can see little Eddie in my head right now just stoned out of my mind no belt his posters. pants falling down yeah. no pant loops yeah. no. gator shirt making kids chug oh. spray Man. <laughs> That's I did the morning announcements. I got kicked off of that. I did the morning announcements. <laughs> that but was I always, a lot of fun. It was so awesome. Yeah. Um, we did it, and then we also did like a TV broadcast, and I'd be like, oh, hello, this is Marie Anderson uh, reporting live from Overton High School. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's go outside to see what the weather is. Yeah, uh, that was mine. Yours thing. was probably much more cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, I got kicked off a lot. Um, yeah, this one teacher, Mr. Levin, rotten hell, you fuck. Oh, he was, fuck you. <laughs> uh, I have one, yeah. AP English. English for, you know, like juniors, for all the juniors. He started a petition amongst the teachers to get me kicked off the air. And then some of my other teachers ratted him out to me. Some of my my cool teachers that would let me skip in their class and stuff. (laughs) Man, you know, I will say, like, you know, like, I didn't... 
just gonna say we're this is like pro public school, mm-hmm. but like all I'm doing is talking about smoking <laughs> weed and skipping school. But-, <laughs> but I mean, it was great. We weren't paying for it, so I never, I really never skipped. But the thing about the Jillian thing that was like blew my mind is that like so all these girls showed up drunk, but then they one one by one they kept getting like they got caught, but then uh, the final one that got caught. I won't say her name, but she ratted everybody out and said that they uh, had drugs in their car. And then they, the police went to the car and found uh. marijuana. And then they, all of my friends got expelled. Expelled? <laughs> Except, yep, they were all expelled. For pot? For pot. And Jesus then the one Christ. girl, the rat, she didn't get expelled. And I'm, what? I'm friends with her still. Because <laughs> <laughs> all the other ones got expelled and never got to talk to them again. How the- do you get expelled from a public school for pot? I mean, I guess it was, what, the 70s, the 80s? Oh, <laughs> I'm 75. <laughs> Lay off me. That was the first. How many kids are in your dra- graduating class? 340. Oh, okay. That was, was a little gigantic. smaller yeah. than mine. Oh, what? Really? Yeah, mine was like <laughs> 700 and something. Oh, wow. And like 300 kids dropped out. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So drugs were just around in my right. school. Well, when you got that many kids, you can't really kick them out for smoking weed. <laughs> <laughs> wow, know? that's true. Yeah, you got to just keep everybody there. You got to do heroin that's to fun, get kicked right? out. <laughs> <laughs> no, they were pretty, they were pretty, we had police officers on campus the We whole did time. too, yeah. yeah. Guys strapped with guns walking around. Yeah, yeah. Man, when were you in college? I was in uh, high school from 96 to 2000. Yeah, me too. That was the same years? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, I'm, so junior year, Columbine was nuts. Right. That yeah, was so then everything thing. became like such a huge And I was lockdown. at student council, so they like took us aside and like gave us a- uh, A big like what? A big talking to and mm-hmm. like what to do. And the day after Columbine, I'll tell you what, for this integrating stuff, talking- pro for it. Mm-hmm. Some kids stood up in the cafeteria with a black trench coat on. Day after Columbine, stood on a table and said, trench coat mafia, motherfuckers! And then a bunch of black kids just beat them up in front of everyone. Oh, <laughs> my. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, just like, good job! Yeah, yeah we're police that. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Yeah, wow. no one really got in trouble except for that kid. Right. Yeah, yeah Columbine like a, changed like a, everything. It was for nuts, my, yeah. Man. It was a, it was the totally new bizarre. locked doors. Like before, you could just go in and out of the schools, and then now, yeah. like all the doors are locked. The only way you can enter was that for the front door, and mm-hmm. yeah, my school also like the my high school just had bullet bullets like uh, the windows were all shot out because whenever they would replace them they would just shoot them all up again what? <laughs> so they just ended up just leaving them that's crazy the whole four years i was there like the front. people were shooting at your school yeah not during school but just you know at night and on the weekends really yeah people would come by and that's bow, fucking bow, 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 nuts. Bow, nashville <laughs> and i'm telling you it's in like a it's in the high school's in a really nice part of town wow <laughs> yeah i'm blown away by that yeah get a camera (laughs) (laughs) they do it all the gun shooting i'll just shoot out the cameras lord knows so what were you good at and uh you did the morning announcements you're in student council you're very involved like i was very very involved um in my high school and you were probably i'm guessing in chorus or drama uh yes i did theater well for two years i was in um Color guard for the marching band. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> Stop with the racism. Whoa. Man. <laughs> <laughs> 
uh, yeah. Uh, and I twirled a flag. Uh-huh. That's and- nice. Did you get a saber? Uh, yeah. I t- you I put control. your tampons on the end of the saber? <laughs> and then... <laughs> for it to not kill myself? Yeah, that's what they did in our school. Uh, oh, they, really? Yeah, they had, they all bought tampons and tied it to the end of their sabers. So oh. when they threw it in the air, when it stabbed in the chest. Oh, that's genius. Yeah. No, we just got stabbed. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Mary, what did you... Uh, what were your involvements in high school? What were you doing? What, did you, what were some good things that charter school got you? Um, I was in band, but uh, because it was a school of all nerds, we had no sports teams. <laughs> so sometimes we would play for the speech and debate team, and That's everybody great. hated it. That <laughs> is- That's so weird. What did uh, you play? Um, I was in percussion. You were a percussion? Yeah. So yeah, you so were just like a, a snare? Or? I played a xylophone a lot. Nice. Um, I did a lot of the miscellaneous, you know? <laughs> yeah, Triangle. Yeah, yeah. Like, Mary will do it. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> like if you have to snap a bull whip or something like that, yeah. get Mary to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in soccer for a while. I don't know. Um, my school was super small. I think I had only like uh, 80 or 90 people in my graduating class. Oh, wow. So... Um, and I lived very close to school, so I could walk or bike to school. Uh, so, I mean, most of school f- for me was just, by the time I was in senior year, just getting blazingly high yeah. <laughs> and going to class. Man, that was always the best. But I will say what, one thing that from going from someone who went to Catholic school and the public school, and I stayed in touch with a lot of my Catholic school friends in public school because they all went to the, the Catholic high school around I will say that the like, you know, there was like certain segregation in a in a way, you know, like you know the lunch tables were always being set up, but there wasn't like the even though I was in Boca Raton, like that classism stuff wouldn't stand. Mm-hmm. You know, like the poor kids would stick up for themselves. Mm-hmm. You know, as as opposed to where when I was at Catholic school, and you didn't have money, and you were like one of the few families that had nothing. You were just shut out from right. everything and treated like a fucking dummy. Right. That's yeah. interesting because it was the opposite where I went to school. There but was like real you... classes divides. Really? Yeah. I mean, there but... was like some kids who were really rich who went to our school that, you know, it basically if you were a shithead about mm-hmm. it, you were just cut out. To be fair, I think it might be different between uh, boys and girls at that age because with girls there was a big thing about like what shoes you're wearing, what yeah. shirts you're wearing, where you're shopping, what type of clothes you have. Yeah. And Did, yeah, that could be like poor person. You're yeah, poor. Like I, yeah. I, yeah, I wore the same outfit Monday and Friday from Kmart, mm-hmm. and yeah. I loved it. I thought it was a great yeah. outfit, so I would wear it twice and hope that people forgot that I wore it on Monday if mm-hmm. I wore it on Friday, and and then the weekend in between they'd forget. Yeah, but oh, man, I was made fun of so much. Yeah, I'll never just... forget Emily Fleming. You fucking bitch. Making fun of me in front. Emily Fleming. Emily Emily Fleming. Not not our Emily. No no no. A different Emily Fleming. (laughs) Wow. This girl is different. Wait, there's an Emily Fleming in. Oh uh, yeah. One of my best. Different Emily Fleming. Emily. Yeah yeah. (laughs) Not. I'm assuming not the same one. But if so, I will. She's from Nashville. Okay. She went to private. She's not from Florida. Yeah. So she did this to Marie. Well, <laughs> it still does. This girl in front of all of the girls in my grade shouted out about the fact that I only wore one pair of jeans. Oh, because I only God. had Damn one it. pair of pants. Yeah, yeah. Well, they you were know, so that's mean. Normal. You know, we'd say I was I was lucky enough where I was good at sticking up for myself mm. in those kind of situations. Yeah. And plus, you know, there were the kids who only wore Tommy Hilfiger. They only wore polo or whatever because mm-hmm. that's what was popular at the time. But my crew didn't run with that crew. Right. You know, they always had to 
have the cool lunch table all the way in the corner. It's like we kept the same lunch table for all of freshman through senior year in the middle, like just in the middle of everybody, you know, and it was like, and so we were also, we were like the other branch of the cool kids. You know, like we were the poorer kids who were stoners and drinkers (laughs) and, you know, we were tough, you know, so basically if you needed something, you had to come through us. And we also had, like, they had, like, only the cool girls, but we had, like, all the girls, <laughs> which was very nice. Because, yeah, because, yeah, like, two of us were in theater, and, like, another one was in chorus, and, like, you know, some other kids. So play, quanti- like, quantity over quality. Yeah, I mean, we, but we also had the, the cool girls would yeah. come sit by uh, us, too. It was great, because I was running shit, you know? Right. So it was, it was perfect. Mean, I'm just picturing you living as a king. You're surrounded I know, I by babes. Yeah, you're I making, see him in You're the making corner. people chug soda. I yeah. did. I I did well in high school. I yeah, did. it's just that you peaked. <laughs> but I was buddies with everybody. I, yeah. was, I, I was the great unifier. That was my thing. Aww. Like, if there was bullies, man, I'd fight them. I, like, it was yeah. like, literally, like, how we dealt with it. You know, we kind of policed our, we kind of policed my crew. We called ourselves Shaolin. <laughs> and we kind of, like, policed the school ourselves. It mm-hmm. was an interesting an interesting way to do it. Oh, and the, all that. the and like the administrators loved us mm-hmm. because people didn't want to fuck people like knew not to fuck around, right? You know, because like I remember one time someone was picking on some defenseless kid, and then you know throwing paper at him the whole time. So I went and I threw a piece of paper in his face like as hard as I could, like <laughs> from point blank range. <laughs> and I was like, doesn't feel good, right? And he's <laughs> like, no, no. And then later on, the kid I protected grabbed my friend. Alexis's ass, you know. So I'm like, "What the fuck? So I just stuck the- up for you." Did you move into like you know? There were all these like when you were a freshman, there were seniors that like mm-hmm. rule the campus. Did mm-hmm. you like take over there? Uh, I was always down kingdom? with the seniors. Yeah. Like, as a freshman, as a sophomore, I was always down with the whoever was graduating. Mm-hmm. I always knew the older kids. Oh, okay. I was always friends with older kids because I was an only child, and I was forced to know older kids my whole life because I was fat as fuck, <laughs> and I played football, and so, right, so I couldn't I couldn't kids. play with the kids my age. Mm-hmm. So I always had to play with, and I played football in the bad neighborhood where I lived, mm-hmm. not, the, not the school that my parents drove me to, so mm-hmm. I was was also that's what kind of gave me a, a leg up on you know when they started busting kids into our school gave mm-hmm. me a leg up on that knew how to talk to everybody knew how to be friends with everyone because right. I was the only white kid on my football team yeah you know and I'm playing for the Deerfield Raiders and it was just <laughs> you know they were a bunch of bad boys and I was four <laughs> three years four years younger than all of them you know getting my ass eight years old playing with the 12 years old <laughs> getting my ass handed to me but you know like staying in there and so right. gain their respect mm-hmm. win a couple fist fights next thing you know your buddies with everybody <laughs> Violence. It solves everything. <laughs> well, back then it was easier to, you know, just deal with it. I wonder what, yeah. what it's like now in high school for if oh, you get God. into a fist fight. Well, I think, well, I think there's so, my mom was teaching, taught, uh, she was an art teacher in public schools for 30 years in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And she was teaching high school until she retired. And what is happening now with like cyber, with uh, uh, social media and that kind of bullying that like, she had this horrible story of like some girls were talking bad about one girl on Facebook and like it everybody in the full school was talking shit about her and then the girl came to school with like a razor blade and like slashed the girl's face Ooh. in front of everybody for what she said on Facebook a step bad for public schools <laughs> that is the one thing I will say about public schools over private schools 
A lot more violence, a little more weapons. Little more weapons. <laughs> little more weapons. I remember we had this kid, Alex. Uh, he I, he was, uh, I forget where he was from. I think he was uh, Colombian. Mm-hmm. And like he had an accent and he was a tough little fucker, but he loved me and he loved my boys. And, you know, and I remember uh, my crew uh, got in trouble with the... Uh, the Latino crew, the mm-hmm. the like the Mexican mafia type guys, yeah. they were bad dudes, you know. And the, we were we were it looked like we were gonna fight, and they had knives and shit. And then one of their guys, Alex, came up to me, and he's like, like I was talking to one of them, I was like, yo, let's figure out how to squash this. I don't even know what's going on, mm-hmm. you know. It's like we don't need to like all get suspended and, you know, potentially somebody die, you know, like, cause like they had knives and like a couple of my friends had guns, you know, right. it was just like, right. cause it's Florida, you know, like right. who knows, you just find the shit on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember this kid, Alex, he's just like, he's like came in between me and the other kid who I was trying to settle things with. And he's just like, listen, I was with you guys. But I'm with Eddie now. Oh, yes. <laughs> He's like, I got five grenades in my trunk. Oh. And I was just like, whoa, whoa. And I was just like, I don't feel comfortable <laughs> with you having five grenades in your trunk. And then his buddy's like, listen, don't worry about it. He's all talk. He's only got like two grenades. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Fucking public school. I yeah. love it. I will send my children to public school. I mean, school. but I learned how to be a human being. Yeah. You know, that's the thing. I knew I had, I held three jobs. Right. You know, right. and it was like, you, if you, there's an option in public school that you can leave early if you have decent grades and you have a job. Right. Yeah, you know, true. and this prepares people for the rest of their fucking lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, because it's like, let's face it, not everyone's going to college mm-hmm. and not everyone's getting through community college. I sure as shit didn't. Mm-hmm. And working my ass off at three jobs and like my school helping me find those jobs was great. Mm-hmm. And it like really, it helped me out. And being with so many cultures. Right. You know, especially in South Florida. I'm sure it's a little different in Nashville. It's probably black and white. Right. <laughs> but where I'm from, you know, there's just like, it's not even Latino. It's the Cubans and the Mexicans and the Colombians mm-hmm. and the, you know, they're, oh, yeah. you know, they're in the Puerto Ricans. Mm-hmm. They're like, they're all separated. And then the black guys, it's like the black guys, then there's the Haitians right. and there's the Dominicans, <laughs> you know, so they all kind of stuck to, in those little circles. It was a bizarre thing, you know, but to be experience all these other cultures and then to get a job in the real world and right. to forward me into that and then work Working in kitchens, you know, with all the cultures, yeah. and you know, and so is, you know, like yeah, sure, there was a little more weapons, there were a couple more fights, and you know, and yeah, I skipped school to smoke pot, but <laughs> if I would have skipped school to smoke pot in private school, I probably would have got kicked out, and my parents would have lost all their money. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, I'm a huge advocate for public school. I think that it definitely made me who I am today, and I, I love every single race. I want everybody to come together and be friends. I couldn't and imagine the pussy I'd be if I would have stayed in the fucking, I know. In the Catholic yeah. school. I would be probably fucking trophy wife in Nashville, Tennessee, living in a mansion and probably taking a shotgun. Because that's all you're taught to do. Yeah. I'd probably kill myself. Just eating lots of pills and shit yeah, to eat forget pills, about drink yesterday whiskey. and tomorrow. Yeah. I'd be going to spinning every morning, snorting coke by noon. Yeah. <laughs> if, I had, <laughs> if I had gone to private school. I don't know. It sounds great to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No. Mary, public schools, What's it, what do you feel? Oh, I think public schools are, are great. Mostly because yeah. Catholic school uh, was garbage. Yeah. <laughs> um, Absolutely. 
even though I didn't go to a traditional public school, um, I think it's important for everyone to go to public schools. We did the same thing with the career outreach. So I was working jobs all through high school. And then actually I got into doing audio and video stuff because I got a job through my high school's uh, job portal thing. Mm -hmm. That's so, awesome. you know, I think it's important. And you're right. Uh, it's a great way to meet a whole lot of people. And like you said, you get to meet all sorts of people in terms of like outside of your own religion and outside mm -hmm. of your own peer group. That was a cool thing about my school too is because it was a magnet school, people came from all over the town so we had a real mix yeah. of people for sure. I remember in seventh grade, right fresh out of private school, my first two friends I made were Nari Hashiendu or something like that mm -hmm. and who was Indian and and Chris Chicane, who was Egyptian, my first two friends, and like my parents were blown away by it. Yeah, you know? and, and you probably were like, "What?" Yeah, you this know. is just my buddies. Yeah. you know, I had no yeah. idea because kids, you know, unless they they're know taught it, they're they're not racist, right? You know, well, it's, it's funny. Growing up, my best friend was Angela Gardenhire, who was black, and her dad was like the head surgeon at Vanderbilt or something. So I thought black people were richer than white people <laughs> growing up, up until a certain point, and then I, then I went to you that realize fucking, how life is, yeah, and like how they're how it's like, all oh, fucking wait. rigged for them to lose. Yeah, right, exactly. I was like, sorry, Angela, for a long yeah. time. Yeah, for a long time growing up, I thought Jews and Hispanics were from the same place because they all came from Miami. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was the same thing. I, love that. I thought I was just like, oh, it just yeah, you know. fucking society and culture, <laughs> yeah, brainwashing yeah. us. And oh yeah, you know one thing. You don't know. I remember I used to think picnics were eating in your car because my grandfather was lazy. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go on a picnic. I uh, thought sex was just when a guy pees on you. <laughs> well, do. to be fair, it can be. Yeah. Yeah. It's a form of sex. <laughs> oh, okay. Is yeah. that what that is? As long as you're not peeing in you. <laughs> oh. Uh, uh. Well, you know, give it a shot. <laughs> Come on, you got to try everything twice. All right, guys. Uh, wow. Thank you, Marie, so much for stopping by. Oh, yeah. Obviously, awesome. you need to be listening to the Reformed Whores at every chance you can get. And uh, what's your Twitter or Instagram? Is Mafia Marie? Yeah, Mafia Marie is across the board. Mafia underscore Marie on Twitter, Instagram, all that shit. And then, yeah, the band is Reformed Whores. So yes. Check it out. Badass. Love having you on. <laughs> we'll talk you. to you again soon. All right, guys, uh, stay tuned, and we're going to talk a little more about public schools. Uh, hopefully, we'll get down to some actual real information other than just doing drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk to you soon. Stay tuned. All right, guys, how you doing? Thanks for coming back, and we're back. We're talking about public schools a little bit more, uh, but now we're going to get deeper into death, and we're not just going to talk about skipping school and smoking pot. We're going to talk to an actual former teacher... Miss Julia Johns, hello. How are you? Thank you so much, dear friend. It's my pleasure. It is Thank so nice to see you. Here. Oh, it's always nice to see you. So early in the morning. It's never never this early in the morning I get to see you. Oh, is this in, early in the morning for you? You're pathetic. 1.30 p.m. <laughs> it's 1.30 p.m. I just get got up together. two hours ago. Okay. Oh, when I texted you? Yes. I think I was still asleep. You were, because you texted an hour later. Yeah. That's okay. You were a former teacher. Yes. Where were you a teacher? I taught uh, seventh grade English in Charlotte, North Carolina. Woo! How Southwest was that? Middle School. You were from Cincinnati, so yes. did and the kids treat you like an outsider? Um, kind of. I was young, too. I mean, it was like right out of college. I was 22. I thought I like knew everything, and they were like, my sister's older than you are. Uh, but I, 
yeah, I went to school in Ohio and then I couldn't find a job after graduating. And then my friend who was moving down to Charlotte told me to apply there and I did. And they hired me on their first day of school. The principal called me, which was like red flag. They're desperate, but I drove down. Well, also, they probably just wanted someone from out of town to teach these kids any sound different than the, the you know, the slack, the, the <laughs> throat speakers. I mean, these are Holden's people. These are Holden <laughs> Neely of Roundtable and Gentlemen. Yeah. You know, they all, they, they speak from right above the chest yeah. and below the throat. It's like that Ugh. little area. Holden eater time. That's my whole impression. <laughs> um, no, they were just really desperate. They, because there was another... Teacher. Why do you think they were so desperate? Uh, it's a huge district. The Charlotte Mecklenburg district has 150 schools in it. Like my school in Cincinnati, our Smokes. district had like 15 or something. Yeah, that's crazy. Yes. So there's just a ton of kids there. I guess um, I got nowhere to go. Yep. And, How many uh, kids were in your class? Um, like each period. A, like upper 20s, but then oh, okay. it was that's messed great. up. Like then they also didn't have a lot of subs. And a lot of the other teachers were just kind of shitty and would like call in sick or wouldn't be there. And it's like, come on, we already have summers off. So they would just call in the morning and we there wouldn't be any subs. And so then the students would get dispersed to other classes. So I would just get like two other random kids in my class from another class. So if two teachers were out at the same time, then I'm in the hallway figuring out, okay, well, this these kids would be going to this class, but that teacher's not there. So now they have to go somewhere else. So there were there were times when I'd have like, up to six extra kids in my class that I didn't even, they were my students, so. That's great. It, but anyway, public schools are great. <laughs> yeah, I know, but, you know, they everything's got its flaws, of course. I yeah. mean, that's also the problem, is that we're not putting enough money into the public schools to make them great. Right. And make to make them better than what they should be. be. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, you're saying you got teachers who don't even want to show up. Right. You know, why, you know, like, do you th- is it an easy job to get, or you got to pass a test? Well, it's, um... It's it's a neat like there so my first year of teaching there was also another open seventh like a teacher had left like before the school year started or something so they yeah. needed another seventh grade English teacher and they got this guy who was just he had like a journalism degree no teaching experience but was like oh I can do this and so they hired him somehow and then he lasted a week and he quit but so I guess in some district it's like could be easier to get be if they're you know if they need somebody more but it's like you do have to be certified and all this stuff so I don't really know how he how that slid but um it's a hard job to do absolutely especially and it's only you only have like 20 kids my classes I had were 40 and up when I when I went to high school really yeah big old class but and also some private schools have large classes so it's not like some are really tiny but some are big mm-hmm. but um yeah, I feel like I had, I don't remember how many I had when I was a kid, like 30-ish. What would be something that we could do? I mean, obviously give them more money, but do uh, you think teachers are being taken advantage of? I mean, they do get summers off, like we mentioned earlier, but you, what do you, uh, why wouldn't someone want to be a teacher? Because like, um, why, why were there so many people, you think, that didn't want to be in. teachers? That were, that, I yeah, feel like, lazy. Yeah, I feel like... Um, like the school, my my school it just was disorganized. Like I didn't feel like I had a lot of support. It was my first year teaching, and I didn't, um, you know, my mentor teacher was this old lady who would just give me these third, like faded thirty year old worksheets that that she was doing, and would just be like, "Here you go, do this." But I didn't want to do that. Um, Shit's changed in thirty years. Yeah, and it's just I don't know because there's 
it was just so overwhelming because you're writing out these lesson plans. They just expect more and more from teachers. Mm-hmm. Like it was, you have to write a detailed lesson plan for every single class. Even stuff like, you know, you have to come up with what are some possible questions that kids would ask and how would you answer those? And so you're right, you're doing that every single day for every single class. Unnecessary busy work. Yeah, kind of. And then you're teaching the class and then you're dealing, you know, and then you're obviously grading assignments and um, dealing it's a shit with ton parents, of work. dealing with kids. Yeah. It's and then a it's lot. emotionally. It, yes. It's got to be a, a, a yeah. terrifying. I mean, how many, I mean, how many times do you think those kids made you cry? Um, never. I didn't give a shit about them. Really? No. I'm just <laughs> you know that. Um, no, it's it's very tough, and that's why I, th- I couldn't imagine the stories you probably hear from them. And like the problem with kids is you never know when they're fucking lying to you or not. Yeah. And then so it, it it's a uh, it's it, it's got to throw you through a loop. Yeah. And then having you know parent teacher conferences and you meet some of the parents and you're like, oh it's God. It's like what I. They, no wonder this kid's a piece of shit. Yes. Now I feel bad for this garbage yes. human being. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and there's just, you know. Um, Did you or any of the other people you work with, because uh, at my school, sometimes teachers would use their own money to buy school supplies. Yes. Yeah. I did. Yeah. I did that. A lot of teachers did that. Um, Which is insane. Yeah. I, I mean, that happened in my school, too. I mean, I teachers that there were certain kids, I mean, that was on the hush, but- they pay for their lunch every day. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. that's crazy how now the, you know, lunches are going to get cut. That's insane. And it's like to say, oh, there's no, the studies show there's no correlation between the free lunches and sc- test results or whatever. Well, f- first of all, I mean, that's like, oh, well, yeah, starve like, the children and find out. How can you even, <laughs> oh, to even think, like, let's look at the test score. What? They got to eat. Children, you you, like, like, no geez. way a child's going to learn anything on an empty stomach. Right. I'd go insane on an empty stomach. Yep. There should be more than just lunch. There should be two meal periods with yeah. short little snacks. Yeah. Adults can't handle being hungry. There should be snacks throughout the day. There should be, I remember being so tired all day That's in high school, just wanting to sleep well, all the time. Well, you're going there too early. Yes. It's, a, it's like uh, for the convenience of the parents who got to be at work at nine, so they drop you off at seven. No human being is functional at seven a.m. Right, especially teenagers who need like 14 hours of sleep. You and- send those kids to school from 10 to six, I bet you're getting different results from them. Yeah. But then I guess, I mean, I guess it's, you know, then after school stuff, after school activities and what are your views on homework for kids? I you like it? You into it? I you hate do, it? but not a lot. Um, and it's got to like make whatever you taught that day in school. It's just something to like reinforce it or for the kids to apply it. So when teachers are just giving unnecessary homework and just packets to do, I think that's mm-hmm. ridiculous because you have to think about. I mean, the, the a kid spending that, that long at school and then spending hours on homework. It's ridiculous. So I would. There were days when I would do no homework or uh it would be like you know read so much in your book or whatever or like a free writing assignment pop quiz a lot of pop quizzes throw them off their guard only when they Um, piss you off shut up pop quiz Uh, yeah (laughs) (laughs) uh yeah i guess i didn't do pop quizzes what do you think is the difference between private school and public school? Like, in a, what makes private school better? Is it worth paying for that type? I of thing? don't think private schools are necessarily better. I think there are there are pros and cons to both. Um, what did you do 
Private or public? What did I go to? I went to a public school. You went to public school? Yeah. Okay. And you taught at a public school. And I taught at a public school too. And I was happy to, you know, I, I think advantages of a private school are probably usually, I guess, smaller class size and um, I guess nicer facilities, yeah. more more resources. New, you know. new bouncy balls. For dodgeball. Yeah, or for, no, they probably like sit on the Mm -hmm. yoga balls and stuff like that. Um, And, but public schools, they're more diverse. You know, you're growing up around all different kinds of people. Absolutely. That's what we were talking about earlier. I mean, it it really changed my life. You know, I feel like I could talk to anybody. I feel like you could put me in the middle of Mexico and I'll be able to talk to people just because I know, I might not know the language, but... You know, I just dealt with it my whole life. Yeah. And so I actually I have a really good friend who is Pakistani, she's Muslim, and another good friend of ours who's also white, Christian, um, she so in high school nine eleven happened and this friend of mine was called a terrorist in school and whatever by racist awful pieces of shit. But anyway, when Trump was elected, our this other friend reached out to the Muslim friend and was just like, I'm so happy that you know, we were friends throughout school. You taught me so much. And if she were, it was like much more eloquent than this, but Mm -hmm. she was just saying, it's just a shame that more people didn't have that experience of learning. You know, she a lot about learned about her culture, her family. She went over to her house, all this stuff. And it's, if everybody had that experience, people, maybe Trump wouldn't have been elected, you know, people. You'd realize, you know, they're just normal people. They're not fucking aliens or human beings. Yeah. You know, and so it's everybody, you have that experience and you might not realize it at the time when you're growing up around all these different people. And then later it's like, oh yeah, I'm a good person now because of that. You know, I love that. Man, I go over, eat the stuff in the orange sauce, you know, I'm in for it. You know, you, I'll, I'll take your weird bread. You know, I, I love it. You know, why's your rice so long? I'm in for it. Let's rock. You know, <laughs> I loved it though. I had same thing happen with me. I had a, uh, you know, multi. I had many multicultural people in my life because of it, and especially in student council. You know, yeah. I was like, I was thrown into it, and then we all had like a weird connection. They might might not have been my best friends that I skipped school and smoke weed with, but you know, yeah. we also ended up at each other's houses a lot, you know, and uh, hanging out with each other's families, and it was a uh, very interesting, you know, yeah. just the. Everything that he just take of that. I mean, it's it's something you can't put a price tag on. Yeah, and I just, I yeah, that's just so important. And I remember like reading when I was teaching, and I had kids of all different backgrounds in my class, and we would, you know, we'd read something, and then we could talk about it and how that relates to their lives. And I remember them talking about stuff like that, and we would bring up race, and they would talk about their friends and family members and whatever, and what they've learned. And in a private school with a bunch of rich white kids, you can't have that you read a book and you're like how can you relate to this i can't all i know are other rich white people you know yeah man especially where i fucking grew up it was just I, the most plastic place in the world it was so it was so crazy i'm so glad public school was crazy where i went you know i'm so glad i got out of private school yeah because how long smokes. were you in private school from pre-k to six. Oh, yeah i told we i talked about it earlier but then i gave my mom the ultimatum Set up, take me out or I'm failing on purpose. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. That was great, though. It was yeah. a great decision. See, I, so you even knew as a sixth grader. 
Yeah. I hated it. Yeah. I hated it. What the fuck? You know, why do I got to go to confession three times a week? Ugh, I mean, that's... That's such... why am I getting graded on religion class? Yeah, all the religion Religion is... class? Are you serious? Like, yeah. it's just, I don't need this. It's not real. Yep. You know, just let me out of here. Yeah. Let me go learn. Please let me be with normal people. I, <laughs> I want to wear my clothes. Let me wear my clothes. This is so expensive. This awful uniform yeah. is a hundred dollars each. Oh my god! It's and like- then the only way, the only way to like look unique is to just put like a cool headband in or something to just. Oh man, no! Nah, I, I just know making me look unique. Hmm. Although we at my at the public school I taught at, they had they had to wear like khakis or like navy pants. Navy pants, green collar shirt with a little yeah. fucking thing on it. It was well, polos are really good at, at showing your tits as a fat boy. <laughs> oh. I'll tell you what, man, those polos don't come in husky. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> Although it's a I horrible kind of, way to dress. I there were times when I kind of wished that we did have uniforms because then I wouldn't. I w- hell no, wouldn't no, have fear, to no fear, no fear shirts, twenty four seven lifestyle. Yeah, I, was just, I was just in like sweatpants and thrift store t shirts all the time. Hell yeah, yeah. Um, no. As a teacher, uh, did you encounter, because it seems to me like, I remember in school, it seemed like a lot of the stuff that went on at the state level really impacted the teachers themselves. For example, at my school, we had an issue where a good portion of our funding got cut because two years in a row, we scored the same, we scored very, our school as a whole scored very highly on the state tests. Mm -hmm. And because we didn't increase the score... It was like a 98th percentile, yeah. and they were like, well, you have to get to 99th or above to, inc- to keep your funding. Yeah. There was a lot. Yeah, that's such bullshit with all that. And it's- it Which was- seems bizarre, because on the other hand, if a school does poorly, like you go from a 90 percentile average to an 85, that means you're taking money away, so they have less right, resources exactly. to exactly. improve. Exactly. It makes no sense. It's like, how is that going to help them improve? If right. they And they're just going to keep getting worse. You're going to keep taking away resources. Yeah, it was ridiculous with all the stand, and it's just that's another reason why I, f- I think people maybe are less inclined to want to teach with all the testing and that everybody looking down. Well, these are your scores. Why aren't you doing this? Where they have no idea what you're doing in the classroom, what you're dealing with, what the students are dealing with. It's just all they look at are like these numbers. Mm-hmm. And- I tell you, I used to just I those tests I. Fuck it. I, I did not care for my standardized testing because it was it was hard to care about that because when I think I was the last grade for this, but they didn't matter for your grade in the class. Yeah. So right. I'm just no. why am I why do like, yeah, like yeah, why yeah. do I care? Because they wanted to like place me. So I used to just yeah. I used to just fill in shit, you know, occasionally, yeah. especially the reading parts. I remember uh, read my the teachers weird yeah. stories. Used to sit down with us and teach us how to take the test. Like they would be like, if you don't know an answer, fill in C because it's most likely yeah. to be C statistically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and we, stuff yeah, like that. that. Was- and like if you are if for an essay question Incorporate if you don't know a good answer, just incorporate words that were in the question because that's how they grade it is by referencing the question. Yeah, it was like they didn't teach us for those tests specifically. It seems like the teachers taught you how to get right answers because they have retaining knowledge, but also because they have to because otherwise their funding's going to get cut. Yep. Yeah, that was I remember. Have yeah, I had to teach kind of how to take these tests, and it was just constant. It was like already. Yeah, the school year's interrupted by so many different tests throughout the year, but then you have to give practice tests. And so all of a sudden the, they'd be like, oh, nope, you have to give this Teacher today. always hated so it, then too. That, yeah, so then that was a whole class period, and we had block scheduling, too, so it was even longer. So it was a whole 
uh, day they were taking this test. And then the next day, the, cl- the whole class was spent going over the answers. And then there's stuff that I don't even get. You know, I'm trying to tell them, you know, they had to read something and answer a question about it. And I'm like, I don't agree with this answer or I don't know. And so if I don't know, how the hell are they supposed to know? There's actually, uh, I read an article that this author wrote and some of her poems or stories were featured in standardized tests. Mm-hmm. And she disagreed with with some of the answers that they chose, which is crazy. She wrote it and she's like, oh, they say that the answer is B. This this paragraph was written because the author was feeling this. And she's like, that's not true. I wrote it because of this. Like, it's yeah. also, uh, it's also subjective a lot of times, you know. Man, the standardized testing is just the biggest waste of time. And I think it's, it, people, it's, it's kind of on its way out, right? It seems like it. Enough people are complaining about it. I don't know. I mean, I guess because it was, and now that, you know, I've been out of teaching for so long, but it was because it with Bush and No Child Left Behind, that's when it was like huge. Uh. And so it was, so that's, it was frustrating too, because I went to college and I'm learning all this stuff about like how kids learn and these different ways that you can get different kinds of learners engaged and do all these different activities. And then I get to the school and it's just like, no, you have to do this all the time. And then it starts in kindergarten, you know, kids are burnt out from standardized testing, but man, I actually don't know. Kindergartners are doing standardized testing? Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. There's no reason for that. No. Shapes. Yeah. Shapes in the alphabet. Let's get the core down. Shapes, alphabet, and be nice. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) For me, kindergarten was shapes and please and thank you. Yeah. And and don't hit. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I know. It's so so crazy what they decide to teach people. I mean, I I mean, chemistry, like, you you should be, if you need it, like, you know, makeup people should have to go take chemistry class. But I I knew that chemistry, I was not going to go anywhere near a chemistry set my entire life. You know, I don't need this, you know, so it's just, it should be tailored, you know, we should start figuring out what these kids like, what they enjoy, and they should start tailoring it. You know, like shop class is way more important than it gets credit Uh, for. I know, and I don't know, you know, I don't, yeah. Shop and home ec is getting taken away, which I think is ridiculous. Yeah, and they should be teaching taxes and all that stuff. Like I took a business class my senior year in high school because I just needed a class, and that's where I could have learned, you know, budgeting and taxes and all that. God kind of forbid. Stuff. But it was taught by like the baseball coach who didn't give a shit and just had his like 20 grand in debt in. from fucking yeah, yeah, his 10 yeah. credit cards. Yeah. And he, he has like a second job. So I didn't learn anything. <laughs> I didn't but take also, a class about budgeting or credit cards or bank accounts or taxes until I went to college. That's insane. Yeah. yeah. I still know nothing and I'm very much in debt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but I did learn how to write in calligraphy in fifth grade. God, so. yeah. We all had to buy those calligraphy pens. I remember uh, I was shaking my calligraphy pen around and the ink started flying yeah. everywhere. And I got all over this kid's shirt. This is in Catholic school, by the way. I got all over this kid's shirt. He got ink all over his shirt. And then his dad had previously won the lottery twice. What? And then called my parents and said, You're, you got to buy my son a new shirt. Wow. My dad straight up told him to go fuck himself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not buying a lottery winner. I actually did it to the kid again. Look, it's, I mean, like, you Your know. dad won the lottery twice, you're going to get come on, gay. twice. Hey, lottery kid, come here. Man, winning the lottery twice. Woo. Both in Ohio. Uh, Ooh. Hell yeah. This is where I'm from, bitches. Everyone wins the lottery in Ohio. But um, what was I going to say? Uh, calligraphy. You learned calligraphy. calligraphy. I learned calligraphy. I had the biggest, my handwriting teacher and me, we had the biggest uh, 
beef with any teacher I ever had my whole life. Me too. When I went to school, they were still doing that. You can do right hand. You could only write right handed. They won't let you do left. Really? That was in Catholic school. Okay. Yeah. My grandmother had that. And so then she just wrote like in all caps for the rest of her life. I learned how to write every letter. That's why my handwriting's so bad. I learned how to write every letter a different way than when she, than the way she taught (laughs) just to piss her off. Like just to make her mad. I I, like, like my eight, I just do two circles. You know, that's how I do an eight. What a weird thing to piss somebody off. I fucking got that bitch. First grade. (laughs) She's dead now. I'll tell you Uh, what. R.I.P. Rotten in hell. They really give the kids the most annoying pastimes. Calligraphy and the recorder. Why would you give that to Kids. Give them something nice and silent sounding thing. Yeah. Um, but that's why it was, I like that I taught English because, you know, in like math or chemistry, when the kids are like, why do I have to know this? Why do I, and teachers have to answer that all the time. But with reading and writing, it's not as, yeah, it's like, Read you, do, the book. you need to know how to you need to know how to read and write. <laughs> I will say for uh, I was really bad at reading in English. I hated those classes. Yeah, you know because I was a bad reader. Because when I was going to Catholic school, they were like put me with all the dummy kids because I was you know gigantic, and so they thought I was a moron. <laughs> and so I was sitting there. Accurate. So I, and so, <laughs> 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 and so I I would never I, I would get so mad when it's. You're reading the stories for the standardized testing, and it's just like all the stories, you know, that you're supposed to remember, but like all the stories suck. Yep. They're all just like no, boring stories. It's like I, I, I'm not remembering this because the story's garbage. Yeah. Why don't you work on your shit before you bring it to me? It's like no, that stuff is all awful. <laughs> if it were like the small parts from great stories, it's like yeah, people be it'd be easier for people to remember it. Yeah. But it's just like Susie went to the store. She met with John, and it's just like. Why the fuck do I need to know this information? It's yep. like, and you're testing me, and this proves how. But smart and it just I am? shouldn't that kind of stuff, especially with reading passages. It just shouldn't be this multiple choice and just the student feeling a lot of pressure. That kind of stuff, like reading comprehension, is so important. But it should be something that's like talked about, and you're just discussing it. It's you know. Yeah, like that kind of that made me hate reading, doing that kind of stuff as a kid because I was just felt like an idiot. You know, we were even like reading Shakespeare, and I. would Get, interpret it the wrong way and just feel like an idiot, you know? And it's timed. So if you're a slow reader yeah, like yeah. I am, you look like a moron in front of everybody, you know? And it's just it's very aggravating. Yes. You know, it's just like, I just, I need more time to read it. Yeah. So give me more time. Why does it have to be done in this? Why is it a race to read and retain knowledge? I know. It makes no sense. It doesn't. They're torturing the And children. like, yeah, and everybody that makes the decisions for that has never been a teacher. They're not in schools seeing what's going on so Mm -hmm. that's kind of ridiculous but um private schools also i think sometimes the teachers aren't like certified they're just you know they majored in whatever chemistry so then they're the ones teaching chemistry and then there's more flexibility with what they're teaching so it's interesting i don't know it's like i want public schools are great but i feel like that can be I mean, of course it's going to have its advantages. And private school ain't going away. I'm not saying get rid of private school. I'm just making sure we take care of these public schools. Oh, yeah. You know, we're spending a million dollars a day to watch, you know, uh, Baron Trump when if we, God knows if we took that money and sent it to the Bronx education, yeah, totally. Lord knows what that would do for yeah. them. Like, it would totally change it. You know, it's, a, it's, it's classism and more than it's, oh, yeah. and then, then it's racism, you know, because oh, it's like sure. that, you know, it's, it's Charlotte, it's the poor white kids, it's the poor everybody. Yes. You know, and it's just like, so it's, you're keeping them down on purpose. Yeah. Because it's, it's not, yeah, because it's not, 
you know, public or private schools do better, public schools do worse. It's this, it's the, what we're talking about, socioeconomic background. And it's the people that have the money to afford private tutors and to do all this stuff. And the parents are home at night helping with homework. And it's yeah. the poor kids that don't have that that are going to do worse. It's like that's and but so what are you going to do? You're going to take take away public schools and then make poor parents pay to send their kids it's somewhere? Like they can't. It's, in our future. Yep. You know if we're if we don't treat the children better, they're going to kill us when they get older and we're too old. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to try and take away the, our health care like these kids are doing now because they were treated like shit their whole lives. You know, the guys who are in charge, you know, Trump and et cetera. You know, it's just I it, it makes me insane to not want to just like make sure every child is as smart as fucking mm-hmm. possible and like as nice as possible and is being treated well and yep. and so it's, it's it's not getting it's not what's better private or public keep the private schools just make sure. the public schools better yes you know there's no reason to fucking do this to people well right. it seems also that it's really even when i was in school i know a story it seemed like it was moving away from uh where the only continuing education option that was sold to you by teachers was going to college and yeah, yeah. they really cut back on like uh, job outreach. And I did one of the uh, an internship slash job uh, that was through my school, uh, which turned out to be great. But it seemed like they really cut it back. So I feel like that. Do you feel like did you even witness that during your time with like taking away home ec and taking away shop and also making it so college is the only exception is creating this bridge where it's either you're smart enough to go to college or you're fucked and taking away like the alternatives of like, no, you can, Timmy, you're good at fix it. You like to take things apart. Maybe go to refrigeration school or plumbing school. Yeah. Cause I remember in high school, it was such, there was like, there were a couple major vocational schools where kids were doing that, but everybody viewed that as like, oh, well, they're the idiots, so they go and do that. But that shouldn't Which be. That's ridiculous. Should, yeah, because they're all going to end up making $100,000 yeah, right. a year. Yeah, yeah, crazy because, exactly, because sitting in a desk is not for everybody, and every, mm-hmm. you realize that as an adult, and it's like, it should be where we are, like where every, you're learning everything, mm-hmm. and so people can't. So instead of getting burned out and hating school and doing nothing, it's you have all those options all over where it's like oh why don't you try here let's learn how to work on a car let's learn do, you can learn how yeah. to do makeup you can learn how to fix this you know yeah. or plumbing or like electrician right. work or people that, that do that make a ton of money it's a great career path but i feel like more and more high school public high schools are leaning away with that and i'm wondering if that's because of the obsession with testing where if those kids are going to go into like going the path of becoming a construction worker or a contractor they're probably not going to score as well on these score on yeah. these tests so Lord knows becoming a construction worker is probably a great thing for your life yeah. you know my buddies who are construction workers are doing a lot better than i am mm-hmm. and so godspeed oh, yeah. to them yeah it's, well also a society needs them yeah we need people to build stuff it's Absolutely. not something to be ashamed of exactly a, exactly and that's it's how it's honest gonna, work yeah. 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 And people t- need to know that it's not something to be ashamed of. Yeah. Julia Johns, final thoughts, public schools. What do you think? Send your kids there. You're having a kid tomorrow. God forbid. You're having a kid tomorrow. What are you doing? Are you, concern, are you concerned? Are you going to try? I mean, you live in uh, a, a mediocre neighborhood in New York City. You know, are you concerned with sending your kid there? I... I'm poor so I would have to do public school no I think I would not I would not be concerned sending my kid to a public school in a mediocre neighborhood in New York hell yeah yeah all right 
There, you heard it. <laughs> Teacher, comedian, all around wonderful Goddess. person. Great friend. You said goddess, not us. <laughs> Ed said it. <laughs> Megan, edit that to Ed's voice. <laughs> Julia, right. uh, how do people find you? You're at Julia Johns on Twitter, uh, right? I'm at, at Hey Julia Johns. At Hey Julia Johns on Twitter, on Twitter yeah. Instagram, and all that good stuff. Uh, Instagram, I just changed it. I'm Julia Johns, spelled J E W. Oh, good for you. <laughs> Congratulations. Thanks. I can't wait till I'm Jewish this August. And uh, <laughs> Julia, do you, you run any shows in town? You, uh... Uh, I'm actually going to be in Cincinnati at Go Bananas this weekend. But uh, then when I get back... Probably going to not make the date on that. Sorry. Uh, but let's you see. You should have seen Julia Johns last week in Cincinnati. <laughs> yeah, you Cincinnati. missed it. And God damn when it. Does, uh, when does this come I out? heard it was a great show. Probably come out in good. two weeks. Okay. But, mm, but I don't know. Look at my... Look Schedule. at her page. She's always doing stuff all over the city. If you're in New York City, check out Julia John. She's a wonderful comedian, and she's always on the best shows around town. And uh, Mary, always. MJ Bolded on Instagram. And I'm Maddie Tunes. Listen to all the great shows on Cave Comedy Radio. And if you get a chance, go ahead and uh, go to iTunes, rate and review us. We need to bump these numbers, guys. It's fucking number one. Be good to yourselves and taking us out. He died a couple of weeks ago. We love him so much. Chuck Berry. Up in the morning and out to do. Yeah! This is the shit. Play aloud, baby. It's okay. It's okay. So what if he peed on a few people? He still, you know, wrote some great music. And you know what? He upped it that rock and roll. Alright. See you guys later. The guy behind you won't leave you alone. Cooking the lunch room ready to sell. You're lucky if you can find a seat. You're fortunate if you have time to eat. Back in the classroom, open your books. Keep it the teacher, don't know how mean she looks. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to cavecomedyradio.com. I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and SiriusXM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and SiriusXM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus Trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com slash active cash.